This exhortation was brought to you by the Light Bearers, bringing light until there's no more darkness. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Romans chapter 5, verse 12 to 21. And we'll pray, we'll pray very soon. Um, recently, let me give this illustration. I heard a story in news um, that um, Kobe Bryant, years ago, 2000, in 2012, he he made an investment. He bought, he, he was a second largest shareholder in an energy drink. And it was worth about um, some millions of dollars then. So last week, um, Coca-Cola bought majority shares in the in the company and the value of that thing is probably billion dollars now so Kobe, Kobe Bryant's investment has appreciated to 400 million dollars and so it was bequeathed to his family now he made that investment before he got married he made that investment before before he got children before he even met his wife before he before he thought about having children but yet the reputation and the decision was as though his children and wife made it. That money is in their name. I said that because I want to read for Romans 5, so we can understand what Jesus did in terms of his righteousness. Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. I think it's verse, I'll read from verse 12. Paul writes and says, Whereby, wherefore, as by one man sin entered into this world, and death by sin. And so death has passed upon all men, for all have sinned. Verse 13, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the manner of Adam's transgression. Verse 15, But not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one, many be dead, much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man Jesus Christ, hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift. For the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses to just justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. The word reign there means to function or to exist or to dwell in something, right? Shall function or shall 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 put on the garments of this one called Jesus Christ. He says, Moreover, the Lord entered that the offense might abound. But where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. That had sin had read unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. So basically, what he's saying here is that we became partakers of a transgression we did not witness through Adam and it says in the same way and even by much more value we have become partakers of the righteousness of Jesus Christ by his sacrifice and it causes the grace of God that if by one man sin passed upon the whole world and death by sin in the same manner and even much more even in much more value we all would function in that man called Jesus Christ to be righteous there means to be perfect it would act as though we were the one who paid. Do you understand that? So, when we receive Jesus, his history has become ours. His presence is also ours. Our yesterday is his yesterday. Or his yesterday, rather, is our yesterday. So, if you are going to start the beginning of the life of Laolu Gudeli, 
It will not start from his ancestry in Ibadan. It will start from the days of Jesus Christ. Where he was with God, perfect and holy. A history, or his history rather, has been given unto us. He is our yesterday. Her past has been cancelled and replaced with the memory disc of what he has done, of his righteousness. So not only were we forgiven, it is as though we never sinned. We have no history of wrongdoings because we have taken upon the CV and reputation of Jesus Christ. We were not there, but it has been bequeathed unto us in the same way Kobe's children will reap of something they had no idea of, but because they were born of him, because they share in his blood, they have received it. It is theirs, no question. In the same manner, we have received of his righteousness and his name. It is why when we speak in the name of Jesus, it carries the reputation and sacredness of Jesus himself. When we pray in the name of Jesus, it is honored in the heavens. It is heard by angels. It is held sacred by heavenly beings. It is as though Jesus stands before the Father himself and makes utterances and declarations. That is the power in his name, the power of his righteousness. I remember one of my friends, Michael, was explaining Colossians 1.26 years ago. And when the Bible says that Jesus disarmed principalities and powers. And he said, Laulu, Jesus didn't do that because he cried like a lightsaber. You know, like Star Wars. And he fought with demons in hell. He says he conquered the devil by his righteousness. He conquered hell by his righteousness. By his perfection. He was too perfect to die. He was too perfect to see decadence. He was too perfect to see decay. In fact, it's as though hell spat him out. So perfect was he. And he has bequeathed that holy name unto us. So when we stand in the name of Jesus, everything hears. For it is the name of the one who has paid his dues. And who has paid for the sins of the whole world. So the power in that name is in his perfection. It's not just in his mention. It is, it is, what, it is in what it means. It's in his holiness. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more that they who are the day you, Kelvin, Michael, Darren, Owen, who receive of the abundance of grace, and the gift of righteousness, the gift, the gift, the earnings of righteousness. We shall function. The word reign, that doesn't mean, it's not talking about kingship. Yes, you are kings, but the word reign there, it's wrongly spelled. It just means to, to exist. Shall exist in life by one through Jesus Christ. Who would exist through him. So all that he is, we are. So when we stand and make requests and make intercessions for our nation, that Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring this matter unto you. It is heard. It has become perfect prayer. You know, Jesus, the word of God says that if you pray according to his will, he heard us. What is his will? His name. The name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Because no man has any rights to speak to the Holy One of Israel, to speak to God. Not your name. You can approach God as Kevin. You cannot approach God as only you have no rights, you are not qualified. But when we come and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, it has become perfect utterance because we have received of the things He, have, he has earned. 
His righteousness is ours. His sanctification is ours. His, 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 ours. his holiness belongs to us. That's the power of that name. That holy ones make request. Many of the miracles Jesus wrought when he walked on water, on, on water, it wasn't so much that there was kind of like a, a power jet or something. I just believe that death could not swallow him even then. It was just, just it was just too impossible for a righteous man to die. It was just too impossible. It just, it just can't happen. The grave cannot contain a righteous man. He can't. He just can't. Heaven cannot refuse his voice also. Cannot if refuse the request of a righteous man. He said, thank you, Father, for you hear me always. God cannot refuse the, the utterance and the request and the desires of a righteous man. And that is the power of his name. And that name, that righteousness has been bequeathed to us. Has been given unto us. The earnings of Jesus, the earnings of Jesus in glory has been deposited to us. We are rich in his name. The Bible says, Therefore we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. He defines the abundance of this grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. That he was rich, but for our sake he became poor. That we through his poverty might become rich. Rich in what? Rich in perfection. Rich in righteousness. Rich in justification. Rich in sanctification. Rich in the reputations of the just. Rich in the account of holiness. The Bible says that Abraham believed God and it was accounted, it was credited to him for righteousness. He was a billionaire in good works. It was credited to him for righteousness. And in the same manner, it's been credited to us, our account of our spirits as righteous men. And that's where there is power in that name. Because it's the name of perfection. It's the name of sacrifice. It's a perfect name. When we stand in that name, we are perfect men without fault. Hallelujah. In this manner, I want you to, to think of, 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 of the things you want to pray for or you've prayed for this week. And with this, with this, with this information, pray in the name of Jesus. Dwelling upon the Father, you make a you make perfect prayer. And you have earned the right to speak in that name. To speak and 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 and, and have an audience with God. Hallelujah. You see, the power of that name comes when you understand its meaning. When it's not just lost in its mention. When it's not just lost as words. But in the in, in, in the height, the sacredness of that name. Let's be Hallelujah. Praise God. You know, you should always say sometimes and just confess that I'm rich in righteousness. I'm rich in righteousness. You know, we often say that, you know, when we came to Christ, God forgave our sins and He wiped it off. It was a clean slate, but that's not true. Our sins are not just wiped off. Are not just wiped off. It's not just zero. It's a plus. You know, we are also we also received His righteousness. That's why Paul says much more. The word the word much more means of a greater value. So if, for example, and Kevin owes somebody one thousand dollars, you know that means his account is minus one thousand dollars. You know Jesus didn't just come and give you one thousand dollars and says I paid your debt. No, Paul says much more. So he just put a plus there. So you are not just you are you are not just debtors again. You are rich. So he said that he says he says because we are rich in mercy. Right? He was rich in mercy towards us. So we are rich in righteousness. And that's where the power of his name comes from. The force of our utterance is the force of perfection. 
is the force of holiness. Hallelujah. Why is the name of Jesus powerful again? And Michael quoted from this last week in Colossians chapter chapter 3. Because Jesus has bought the whole field. He has bought the whole field. And I'll tell you who, I'll tell you some of the things that that belongs to Jesus that we might not know. Colossians, Colossians chapter chapter 3. Before we then we'll close very soon. Colossians chapter 3, chapter 3. And that's why we can pray in the name of Jesus for things happening in Canada, in Singapore. We can we can intercede. I can pray for, for my mom. I can pray for my brother. I can pray for my sisters. I can pray for my nation. Why the name of Jesus gives me such prevailing power, such rich. Why I have rights to rebuke sickness in, in a place a hundred kilometers miles away from where I am. Colossians chapter 3. Um, I think it's a Now he's port verse 12 says giving giving thanks unto the Father which had made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of saints in light. He says, Who had delivered us from the power of darkness, like I said before, and had translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Verse 14 says, In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. He defines Jesus now and says, Who is the image of the invisible God? He's talking about Jesus, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created, that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions, whether they are governments or rulership or corporate systems or banking systems or gold or silver or bitcoin or cryptocurrency or seas or military bases, whatever it is, or dominions or principalities or powers or things, all things were created by him. And for him, for him, there means all things are subject to him. They are not just subject to him, they are his subjects. They serve him. He's talking about the reputation of Jesus, right? This is Jesus' presence, his reputation. Then verse 17 says, and he is before all things. He then goes on to, to define that statement. And by him, all things consist. He says, he is before all things. What before all things means? He precedes all things. He precedes all things. Or, he is the material by which a known universe was made. Now, let me give an example. When she, if you are making this, this Nigerian staple food called um, 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 gari, we say gari is made from cassava. So, if we are to describe that in, in this kind of um, manner of speech, we would say cassava is before gari, cocoa is before chocolate. So, what we are saying is that, that he is the precursor of all things. Right? So he is before all things. From him all things consist. It says, and by him all things consist. Verse 15, 18 then says, And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in, that, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father, that in him should all fullness dwell. So his, his signature is on every atom and matter in this world let me just tell you something as christians right when we preach the gospel we are not proselytizing we are not trying to convince people about our truth we are the owners of time we are the kings of the earth we are bringing people home that's what we do we don't address sinners from a place of contention right we don't address the devil from a place from from a place of contention or strife it is not tete-a-tete we are not wrestling. We have rights. 
We are here over all things. And God has bequeathed the land and creation unto us. So when Jesus spoke to demons and said, get out of her, it's because he had rights. So when he says, when he, when he came and said to the man who was possessed and says, leave him alone. He wasn't begging. He wasn't trading. He made the man. He made the soul of that man. And he had rights because he owns all things. So he said, go. He has authority. And the Bible says one thing, that he has given unto us. He says, he says the hidden for inheritance, the uttermost part of the earth for possession. So when we pray and command prosperity, we are not begging, all things are ours. When we go to Ghana or Singapore and put the gospel and say, oh, Jesus loves you, we are not trying to compete with liberal people and non-believers. We are not trying to take them from what belongs. They are debtors. They are living in a wrong life. The world belongs to Jesus. He's not, a, he's, he's not a theory in this world. He's not a subject of discussion. He is the truth. He is the discussion. He's the head of everything. And we walk in his name. I want us to remember that as Christians. I just thought to say so. That no, that the world belongs to you. So when we preach the gospel, when we when we reach out, when we when we do things to follow the gospel, as for example, now as we are meeting here, it's not just any meeting. It is the grandest assembly of human of beings of species in the in the entire universe, seen and unseen. The Bible says, "You are come unto Mount Zion, into the innumerable company of nations, into God Himself, into the spirits of just men made perfect." So when we say Jesus, we are not measuring somebody who is in competition with Buddha and Muhammad. We are measuring somebody who is before all things. He's the precursor of all things. His signature is on every atom and every matter and every cell and chromosome in this world. He owns every rhinoceros, every white lion, every white rhino, every cheetah in the entire universe. And he says all things were made for him. They are subject to him. So when I say in the name of Jesus, I have rights. I have the rights. I have the authority to, to say so. We are not begging. We are not, we are not asking. We are not pleading. We are making demands that live, that pain should go, that madness should go, that sickness should go, that poverty should go. We have such rights. The Bible says he is before all things. And that's a name he has given unto us. He has given it unto us. I remember when I was working for as a medical sales rep. What happens is this when somebody resides, right? So the company divided us into territories in Lagos. So some people handle Victoria Island, some are the Lagos Island. So you would deal with all the pharmacies and cardiologists and um, teaching hospitals in such areas to to um, to make presentations to do your uh, medical marketing and things like that and make your supplies and things like that. So those that, that was your territory. Right, so when I came into when I came into the system, I was just the person I came to replace handed me her territory, her whole itinerary, her whole the a whole list of every doctor, every cardiologist, every eye specialist in her area. It was bequeathed unto me. It became mine. What she just did was the first month she was introducing me to everybody there. And when I began to deal with them, they began to deal with me as the way they were dealing with her. The same others were coming. I just took over the territory. 
at the end of the year when she won awards for the largest for sales whatever they didn't look for her they just gave who was in charge of the territory they gave the award to laulu because she had earned it before before i came there was no question jesus went to hell as a man he conquered the grave as a man he walked this earth and earned righteousness as a man he sits in heaven as a man let me bring it home he sits in heaven as you you have rights in heaven in earth and beneath the earth and that's the power of his name it's why we can it's it, it's why we can the church can come together christians in ethiopia can come together and say we are prayed against invasion of rebels and it will be done because we have rights in this world we might be strangers here because it's not a problem home but we own it through him hallelujah that's the power of his name that's the power of his name also so when you see somebody, somebody who is plagued with insanity, insanity, or a child that is that is just restless, has trouble sitting, you can say, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go. I command the sleeplessness to cease. You can do it to your own body. You can speak with authority, thinking about the righteousness in that name, and the authority and the expanse of land in that name. For he is God himself. Let's begin to pray again. Using that name, thinking about the authority and power of that name. Let's begin to pray again before we... Before we